good afternoon, everyone. Hope you all are having a wonderful day. I'm your host, Damon McLeod, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of my new podcast, The Manner of Happiness. All right, everyone. So to get us started off today, I'd like to introduce myself a little bit since this is a new podcast. So as I mentioned earlier, my name is Damon McLeod. I'm currently 18 years old, will soon be turning 19. Um, I live in Peoria, Arizona, and a little bit about my life right now. I just recently came home from the Philippines uh, after serving a mission for about nine months out there. Um, I had to come home early due to um, coronavirus issues. Um, Every foreign missionary in the Philippines was sent home and also in various other parts of the world. Um, That was a hard thing. But I know that the Lord has a plan, and I'm just going to go forward with it, and I'm excited for a new adventure. But um, So in the meantime, I'm here at home waiting for a new assignment to go back out in the mission field and finish up my um, two years. Um, but since I'm here at home, and I'm still kind of missionary-minded and want to share the gospel, as you know, laying at home, here at home on the carpet, just thinking about what? I could do with my life right now because it's super boring at home in case you haven't noticed uh, which I'm sure you all have but as I was laying there on the carpet the idea came to my head to start a podcast and I found that a very good idea uh, idea where I could send out my thoughts and communicate with others and still share the gospel especially at a time like this where it's very hard and a lot of people need a message of hope and I believe that true hope and true peace that people are seeking for right now is found in Jesus Christ and his gospel. And another reason why I want to start this is to help you all accept the prophet um, President Russell M. Nelson's invitation to learn how you better hear the Lord's voice in your own life. And with that, I'd like to invite you all to go ahead and send in any voice memos or scripts to me through email or through text or any way you can reach out to me and I'd love to include your thoughts in my podcast because this isn't just for me to share but also for you to share your own thoughts and your own testimony with others. So I believe that we all have a testimony because our testimonies are unique and individual and we all have something that we need to share with others that can help others in their life. So if you ever have like your favorite scripture you want to send in or a piece of your testimony you want to share, go ahead and record that on your phone or even just send it scripted and I'll read it out in my podcast so others can um, feel your testimony and feel the love you have for Jesus Christ and the gospel and so they can receive that help in your life, in their life, because they never know, you never know when someone's going to need your specific individual help in their lives. Right, everyone, so now I'd like to get started with our topic for today. So in light of the name of this podcast, um, um, I'd like to share the scripture that inspired the title of this podcast. So again, the podcast is called The Manner of Happiness. That comes from scripture found in 2 Nephi chapter 5, verse 27, which are the words of Nephi when he says, And it came to pass that we lived after the manner of happiness. So this point in the Book of Mormon is when the prophet Nephi, so his brothers, Laman and Lemuel, they 
they're super angry with him because of his desire to follow the Lord. And just over the span of their lives, they've just built up this anger and resentment against Nephi. And right now it's at the, it's just at the peak and they seek to take away his life. Um, and the Lord um, directs Nephi and he warns him that he needs to leave. He needs to take his family, his friends, and anyone who will listen to him and who believes in the revelations and the commandments of the Lord um, and to take them with him and to separate from his wicked brethren. So this is at that point in time when Nephi is separated from his wicked brethren, the Lamanites, and him and his people reach this land far away, and they call it the land of Nephi. And so what I kind of want to talk about, just to kind of help you understand further the point of this podcast, to help you understand how we in our lives can better live after the manner of happiness or find more happiness, more peace, more joy, and more hope in our own lives. To kind of better explain what the manner of happiness is and how to accomplish that, um, I studied earlier a little bit more about what it is exactly the people of Nephi did in their own lives to accomplish that or to live after the manner of happiness. So some of the things the people did, we see in chapter, I'm sorry, verse 10 of 2 Nephi chapter 5 that they followed the laws and commandments or here, I'll just read chapter 10, verse 10. And it says, And we did observe to keep the judgments and the statutes and the commandments of the Lord in all things, according to the law of Moses. So, pretty much, in a narrowed down sense, they were obedient. They followed the Lord in all things. They, they obeyed the laws. Um, like for us today, the laws we have to follow, or the laws and commandments are pretty much in line. They're the same thing, but... Some of those laws and commandments we have are like the law of chastity, the word of wisdom, things like that. And they also also says that they follow the judgments of the Lord. And as I was thinking about that, that means they they judged according to the laws that they had been given. They didn't judge according to their own desires or their own feelings, but they gave a righteous judgment, just like the Savior, according to the law that he had given them. Then another way that the people of Nephi lived after the manner of happiness, it says in verse 12 that Nephi kept the records he had made, or um, the plates of brass with him, and as well as the ball and compass. So the plates of brass, for those of you who have not read the Book of Mormon, um, the plates of brass are the scriptures, and which were very similar to the Bible as we read in the beginning of the Book of Mormon. Um, they had the teachings of the prophets of the Old Testament in them. So we can imply from that that Nephi and his people probably read the scriptures and applied its teachings in their own lives. And then along with the ball and compass, so the ball or compass is was a compass that was prepared for Nephi and his family, um, given to his father Lehi to guide his family through the wilderness. And so an analogy, or I think, where this symbolizes the spirit in our lives so the spirit guides us through the wilderness or our time here on earth to safely back to our heavenly father and this compass we read earlier in the book of mormon works according to our faith and our righteous desires so as we are faithful to the lord it would guide us and as we weren't it wouldn't work as well and we were left to figure it out on our own 
until we humbled ourselves and came back to the Lord. So bond compass represents, again, the spirit in our lives. Um, if we act like Nephi and his people and we seek out the spirit and we remain worthy of it, remain humble, and keep continually following the commandments the Lord has given us, we can experience the spirit's guidance in our life and experience the great miracles that come from having the spirit. Because the spirit is actually one of, if not the greatest gifts our Heavenly Father has given to us in this life. It's important that we care for it and we nurture it and we always have it with us so we can return safely back to our Heavenly Father. Another thing that we see that the people Nephi did from verses 14 through about 16 is that they worked. They simply worked. They made swords. They built buildings. They built temples. And it says that Nephi caused his people to be industrious and to labor with their hands. So... For me personally, in my life, I found joy and happiness in working. You know, as a kid, you wake up on, at least for me, you wake up on Saturday mornings and Dad says, it's a work day. And you kind of, you're, you're laying in bed, it's early in the morning, and your eyes roll back in the back of your head, and you're like, this is my, this is my rest day. I don't have school today. I don't want to work, right? As, as a kid, I didn't really appreciate that as much until I got older, and I didn't really fully appreciate it until I got on my mission. Um, working distracts us from um, those sad feelings that we have or those just those negative feelings that we feel. Um, that's what work is good for. It distracts us from those things. And we actually feel happy because when we work and we see the success we've obtained from our work, it brings joy into our lives, especially when that success is able to bless other people. That brings even more joy. And work doesn't just have to be like, you know, like earning money. Because earning money, I mean, who doesn't like to earn money? That That's awesome. But working can also mean just selfless service, um, use, utilizing your skills to help other people, sharing your talents, um, and even gaining an education. Gaining an education for me, when I learn new things, I feel more useful, I feel more valuable and feel more like I'm able to provide more for people in the world. And so work was a big thing that they did that blessed their own individual lives and their whole community around them, especially since they used their work and their skills to build a temple. They built a temple to worship the Lord in. And, you know, the temple is a wonderful place. I'm grateful for the temple. And right now the temples are closed down due to coronavirus, which is a hard thing. But um, at the same time, we can still be grateful and appreciate the temple by always remaining worthy of a temple recommend. Just like I talked about earlier with the Spirit, we always remain worthy of those great blessings so that way we can experience the blessings that come from them and the joy that comes from them. And another thing, too, I pull out from the work, like these people, I'm sure they didn't know how to make swords and build buildings at first, but Nephi did. Um, Nephi shared what he learned with other people. So if we go out and share our talents, again, our, like I said earlier, our talents, our skills with other people, it brings joy into our lives by seeing them experience joy in their lives, by seeing success and seeing new things that they can do and discovering their own different talents. And to add on to the work too, um, 
in verse 14, it says that Nephi prepared, he made swords um, to prepare for um, his brethren, who he knew because they hated him so much. Even his people, they just wanted to totally wipe out their entire population and wipe them off the face of the earth. And he knew that. He knew that they would come and fight them. So he took that time. He used his skills to prepare his people for that time. And now, I was kind of thinking about this too. Like, our preparation brings great peace and joy into our lives. Because we, we all know that trials will come our way no matter how good or bad we live in. There, there, were all, there will always be trials in our lives at some point. It's important that we're always preparing for those things because um, that, that was a big thing in my mission. Our mission motto was, are you ready now? And the scripture that we often use was Doctrine and Covenants 3830. If you are prepared, you shall not fear. Um, so like always being prepared for those trials because you never know when they're going to come. Um, because the time to prepare is over when that trial comes. Um, so like, like it's important to be prepared because like you don't know when the, again, you don't know when the trials are going to come and you don't want that trial to come and you're like rushing to get things together because it doesn't work. And not to mention as you're waiting for the trial to come and you're not prepared, you're like freaking out, you're stressing out, you can't, you can't live your life. But if you're always prepared, you can experience peace. You can experience peace when the trial is not there. Because you know you're prepared for when it comes. When that trial does come, it might be a little harder and some peace might go away. But you can still find peace in that trial because you were prepared. Like as we follow the counsel of the prophet for food storage and just even our spiritual storage. Being prepared spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. We can experience great peace and joy in following the counsel our prophets and priesthood leaders and Everyone who helps us to be prepared for those kind of things, we find great peace and joy in that. And I have experienced that in my life. Just always being prepared. You don't really have to worry too much. And it's, it's an awesome blessing. And another way the, the Nephites accomplished this manner of happiness, so like their Lamanite brethren, because of the Lamanites' wickedness, they were scourged they were given a skin of blackness which is like not to really be taken literally but rather maybe maybe it is literal i don't know but um basically they were cursed so that because of their wickedness and we can experience that kind of cursing in our own life maybe like maybe not in as great of a sense but rather we feel sad we don't feel happy and but anyways like it says in verse 23 that the Lord said, And cursed shall be the seed of him that mixeth with their seed, for they shall be cursed even with the same cursing. And the Lord spake it, and it was done. So the Lord's saying, like, if you, the Nephites, the good people, if they mix with the bad people, they will be cursed with the same cursing. Now, this doesn't mean you can't go hang out with, like, you know, you, you should love everybody. But don't put yourself in a situation where you know you're going to be tempted or you're going to be pressured into doing something that you know is wrong. You know yourself, the Lord knows you, and you should seek the Lord's guidance in 
where you go and what you do. So you don't want to put yourself in a bad place where you're going to put yourself in spiritual or physical danger. And so that just, again, kind of goes along with standing in holy places, keeping yourself aloof from these spiritual dangers. And even the Lamanites, they were a physical danger. So just keeping, basically having some common sense, right? Following that that light of Christ, that ability, that conscience you have, the ability to reason that God has given you, using those powers to determine whether something is safe or not, that's that's important. And also, a way I thought about could also go along with dating, right? Like, there's going to be a time in our lives we're going to be looking for an eternal companion. I know I'm excited for that, just to be honest, <laughs> but... Um, when we're looking for eternal companion, it's important that we date somebody and find somebody who's going to support us in our beliefs and our standards and is not going to allow us to break them. They're going to they're gonna allow us to utilize our agency, but they'll do what they can to help us stay true to what we know to be true and believe. Um, so that's just another thought I had that could... Um, be included in the meaning of that verse right there in verse 23. And then another way they accomplish happiness says in verse 26 that Nephi consecrated his brothers Jacob and Joseph to be teachers and priests over the people. And they, I'm sure they found joy in sharing the gospel. Um, I can share from my own personal experience. Sharing the gospel is a very hard thing. And a lot of times it is not very fun especially at the beginning of a mission. But I can tell you right now that sharing the gospel is a very meaningful thing. I'm grateful for the opportunity I have to share it with other people, like right now, because I know how much it brings joy into my life and happiness, even if it's hard to see at times. And, and it's a joyful thing when I see other people accepting it and accepting the joy that Heavenly Father has to offer for them. So it's a really great thing. And they also kept records, they kept a journal so they could look back and learn from their experiences. And also for that same utilization for their future generations. And thus we see like with all this stuff, they're pleased with the things of Heavenly Father. And if we're pleased with the things of Heavenly Father, we'll follow Him. And that brings joy into our life, knowing that as we're following Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, that he is pleased with us also. And so it's just a, a mutual thing, and we just feel so happy. And, you know, and so it's just basically living after the manner of happiness, to break it down in a simple sense, to live after the manner of happiness is to follow or live the plan of happiness of our Heavenly Father. And that plan was taught to us and is made possible through the Savior Jesus Christ and following his teachings and his example in our daily lives and striving our best to repent and live more like him each day. And I know that there is joy in living like Jesus Christ. None of us are perfect in this life and we all have lots of weaknesses, but I am grateful that through Jesus Christ... Each day I have the opportunity to be better, and so do you. And, you know, um, so, yeah, and you have to also remember, like, 
you know, you can still find joy in doing churchy things, um, or you can still find joy in finding in following Jesus Christ, and also find joy in living your normal life. You have to remember that we are here on earth, as it says in Second Nephi chapter two, verse twenty-five. Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy. Our Heavenly Father sent us here, not just to prepare to meet Him and become more like Him, but also to have joy, to gain experience. So, like, it's important that we stay close to the Lord and do those things, like read your scriptures, say your prayers. But also, it's important to go out and do the things that you find fun. For me, I love to play the guitar. I love to sing. Um, I love to hang out with my friends and... When I have the opportunity, I like to go out on dates and stuff. Like, um, I like to learn new things. Like, you know, those those kind of things. Those are all good things. And those things are given to us to have joy, right? Like, so basically, like, as long as what you're doing is in line with the standards that the Lord has set, it's okay. It's okay. As long as what you're doing is keeping you on that straight and narrow path and not making you go too close outside, or making you sway, but it's right in there and you're still staying close to the Lord, it's okay. It's okay. Don't forget to have fun in life in your pursuit of our Heavenly Father and His kingdom. Like, Don't forget to live your life a little bit. He wants you to do that. Um, that's an important thing to remember because I know sometimes in my life I get caught up like I, 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 I just have to, you know, Live the gospel, and I'll be happy. That's true. But you also need to remember to go out and have fun. And again, as long as your fun is in line with the bounds that the Lord has set, you'll be okay. You'll be happy. Another thing I wanted to point out is that even if we're living a good life, problems will still come along. Living the gospel of Jesus Christ and living a good life does not make us exempt from problems is if we didn't have trials and problems in our lives um, we there would really be no purpose to our life here on earth we wouldn't experience any growth of course our righteous li living keeps us safe from self-caused problems but um, even in righteous living God still gives us trials to strengthen us and to help us become more like him and to rely on him more. So that that is my topic for today. It's just what it means to live after the manner of happiness. And again, to live after a man of happiness is to follow the plan of happiness and to live your life in accordance to those things. And you know, my invitation to you is to ask yourself and ponder how can you better align your life with our Heavenly Father's plan and apply what comes to your mind. And I promise you that as you do so, you will feel more peace and happiness in your own life, even in struggles, and you will better hear your Heavenly Father's voice and feel His love in your life. I'd like to bear my testimony that I know these things are true, that the gospel does bring true happiness and can bring us happiness even in the midst of our struggles. And sometimes it takes something as little as looking for the joy. It sometimes, and a lot of times, it takes the choice to be happy. And I bear these things with my t and in the name of Jesus Christ, amen.
that is it for today, everyone. And I'd like to thank you all so much again for listening to the first episode of my new podcast, The Manner of Happiness. Just go out, everyone, today and choose to be happy and stay close to the Lord. Again, I'm your host, Damon McLeod, and this is The Manner of Happiness.